The fucking rave. <laughs> it's your boys. Welcome back to Happy Hour Quick Sixer Podcast. It is your boys, as they say, Pat Artistry Pasley. You know, coming at you from the L.A. Nashville. Here we go. Uh-huh. We got we got a special guest dropping in, Drew. Uh, but until that time, we got to introduce. Why he's dropping in. You know what I'm yes. saying? Yes, please. So go ahead. I'm going to move that mic. Oh. Oh, pop it's on that swag, though. Pop on that swag. It's your boy. Uh. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, hit shit. Go ahead and hit, hit him with the turn. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. That popsicle. Um, yeah. So this this episode is sponsored by uh, Indie Brewing Company. Straight out of the Los Angeles. Mm. I love that. And we got a bunch of beers, so yeah, we do. We're gonna show them all real quick, just so because we're we're not gonna drink them all. So this is find that juicy double, just nice. that double dry hop, India Pale Ale at eight percent. You know your boy. <laughs> you know, Pat your boy. Loves I love how it's got it, it's got that uh, that color tone from the Jordans. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, with the design. Um, yeah, I think it's called a uh, dinosaur skins or something. Okay. Some shit like that. I don't know. But anyways, uh, hit, hit us with what you got, and then we'll crack these bitches. All right. I got to Pacific Coast. Ooh. It's your boy, the highway. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, shit. This I like boy, that. Just that, that 4.5 coal style L. Um, mm. I'm starting, you know, I got to be able to stay conscious throughout this whole thing. You know, Pat yeah. loves to do that 8% gap. Real yeah, hype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, you boy, but, uh, your boy. I got uh, this one. I'm excited about it. I've been doing this thing too, where I don't really drink throughout the week, so it's like, yeah, when the weekend come, bro, these like these two, these one or twos going to take me out. You know what I'm saying? And it got the indie, indie craft uh, little logo on there. Oh too, yeah, so let you know it's real indie. And you get the design on draft. Ooh. Oh damn! I just broke your damn earbuds, didn't it? Oh, the smell that, on point. I had that crunchy, like you know that like old oh, yeah, style, yeah. like you just crushed some 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 bones with that one. Yeah, the bone crusher. The bone. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What was that dude's song? Make you say no. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, oh, you pointing glasses. I don't do glasses. I know. I'm gonna just take a little sippy sip. Oh damn. I just want everybody to look at this YouTube version so you can see this golden, golden double dry hop. Yeah, that's a coach for mm. sure. That's a coach. All right, so me and Drew, usually this, sometimes this doesn't happen, but sometimes it does. Me and Drew got a bunch of different kinds of beers. So we're yeah. just going to show them real quick. We don't know which ones we're going to get to. So yeah. either way, <clears throat> Drew showed you the, the coach. I got that one too. This one. This that Del Rey, my IPA, right? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's that uh, 6.5 IPA design on draft joint. That's what's up. I like that orange. It's kind of the same yeah. label as the blue one, but yeah. And here's the other one I got. I got this constructing the city double dry hop hazy IPA. This that 7.3 though. Oh, yeah, you boys nice. gonna love on that. 
right, so I got this uh, Alliance DDH cool. IPA right here. With that double dry. So, you know, you know what I'm saying? That double dry. Um, and the Impale L 8.3. Your boy. <sighs> your boy going to get destroyed after this. This is kind of like some R2-D2 looking ass can. Uh, like but that. I like it. It's kind of like, uh, yeah, it's kind of like R2-D2, some kind of bullshit like that. But it's cool. <laughs> uh, the, okay, this other one is, I think it's it's Quintin. Oh wait, wait, Quintet. Quintet. Okay. So, was it five a hop hop five year anniversary DIPA? So dry. Mm. Yeah, and this boy is a first off, it's a DDH double hazy Indian pale ale. That's one thing. Fuck me, and then yeah. the boy. Can't tell if it's a six or an eight. I think it might be an eight. I'll call content. So we go have it. I'm gonna look at it real quick. What's it called again? Uh, it's a quintet, dry hopped. Quintet. And they got this uh, Sabro Galaxy Strata oh, Stray Strain Wolf. Damn, he having a hard time. <laughs> I, I, dude, I, I don't know how to read, bro. I uh, know he. It, oh, quintet. It's an imperial. Yeah. Imperial Double IPA, eight. It's an eight percent, bro. Yeah, so it's a. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, brother, I like this design. I mean, I can't really. I mean, it's, it's good you me, like it. <laughs> it's hard for me to read when things go like down like that. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. that's just me. That's like people could read that if you're yeah. a normal human being. I mean, oh boy, I'll read it. very far from normal. Yeah, well, a Styrian cardinal is not an easy word to read. Oh, I'm looking no. at it right now. <laughs> Sabro Galaxy Strata Styrian Cardinal and Styrian Wolf. Oh, damn! He, it says you're gonna get a tropical escape for your your taste buds, bro. Ah, I love that, bro. Can we talk about this stone fruit? I ain't never heard of no stone fruit before before yeah. drinking beers. Mm-hmm. I've heard of it, but I, I don't fuck with it. I don't know this, anything about it. <laughs> this is. <laughs> <laughs> this, <laughs> this is the second this is the second episode in a row we had motherfucking stone fruit beers i don't what, know do you you had a stone fruit beer another episode yeah no, not last episode what like, it tastes what the like fuck is this good you know <laughs> it, it's good i don't know you what know, it is i don't, I don't know why you're trying to bro bro i just learned about um there there's snails that live on volcanoes do you hear about this no I seen I seen this shit uh, during the week. I was working. But the boy fiery as fuck, Bruh, They got iron shells. That's what I'm talking about, Bruh, I was like, I was telling Meg, me and Meg made up this whole this whole uh, dialogue for it, trying to come yeah. at you. It's like a baby kaiju, you know what I'm saying? It just mm-hmm. comes for you. We're gonna say that that's how my toes got welded together oh fuck to, when we have kids and we, yeah. we're gonna tell them that's what happened a little baby snail got pissed off oh he welded my bitches together you know what i'm saying <laughs> damn i thought Someone. you was gonna say you stuck it in a volcano <laughs> no 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 we're gonna we're gonna say that uh oh boy came up and tried to get yeah. me you know what i'm saying you know they'd be going slow as hell these these snails mm-hmm. but. you can't like what they gonna do you know, when the lava starts overflowing, they just yeah, bro, they, they just get go up, they just get iron. You know what I'm saying? They just get their shells get bigger, full of more lava iron. <laughs> that shit, bro. Look it up. That shit is legit iron. It's crazy. 
That's anyway. crazy. That's crazy. Maybe maybe I'll throw up a, a picture of me, my face on Iron Slogan for the Instagram. Maybe I'll do that. All right. Anyway, uh, bro, that juicy, that fine, that juicy double though. That sir mix a lot. Yeah. This this shit. This it it popped off. This shit on point. Well, tell me what it tastes like real quick. All right. All right. Oh, dear boy, no, 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 no. boy swigging. Oh, don't gargle it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's fire. That's what that's what it tastes like. Oh, it nice. tastes like fire snails. Oh, fire damn. Snails. Not the fire snails, bro. Uh, uh, let me let me see what uh, I'm, I'm gonna bet these hops is in it, but yeah, I don't even know if it's the fruit boys here. juicy juicy. Yeah, find that juicy double. You know, I'm gonna look real quick. You know, we love us some juicy, juicy J. Uh, I love juicy it. Juicy double. Oh damn! <laughs> you love the juicy doubles? No, I don't. <laughs> oh shit! I, that's no, what I think. You know what? I was gonna say. I was gonna say orange marmalade because that shit is in here. Yeah. Notes of apricot, red papaya, bro. That's red papayas. Hmm. I didn't, even, bro. What is up with all these fruits that people just don't even know about? And then the people that do know about it, are like we're gonna make beer with this. Yeah, What's I feel like that? I I feel like every time we get a new sponsor, a new beer coming in, it feels like we are coming up on the next new thing. Remember when we had the jalapeno beer, like things oh, like yeah. that. People are trying to find that new thing. That's yeah. good. That's that competition is good. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of papaya and some shit though. Mm. Isn't papaya that fruit that smells really bad? I don't know when it's raw. raw. I don't know. You know your boy don't mess around no raw papayas on a daily basis <laughs> well you know i don't know bro I don't know. anyways let's talk a little bit about that uh that indie brewing company let's go. Uh, it's four main dudes connor forbes kevin o'malley morgan keller james mancuso uh down in you know that la go mm-hmm. go check them out uh <clears throat> 2350 sunrise street laca 90023 Nice. Um, their tap rooms are open, you know, Thursday through Sunday. Go check them out in the evenings, mostly Saturday and Sunday, Monday, mon- uh, one through six. You can uh, order beer on their website, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you live in the LA area, uh, they got blogs, bro. They, huh? <laughs> turn your messages off. I hear them. <laughs> they be, oh, bro, I they can't. be all in my ear. You can't turn I can't. them off. Uh-uh. Damn. Oh, uh, stop the share share sound then. Oh, hold up. You know what? You know what? I will I will turn it off. I'll just that's good. close that email. How about that? That's what, that's what you need to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, work be, work be hitting me, bro. Um, no, bro. It's <clears throat> weekend. Come on. I know. It's a bullshit, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, though, uh, they got all sorts of shit, bro. They got a blog. You can, you can hit them up if you want to. They got a tasting room, um, newsletter, you know, all sorts yeah. of shit. You can get gift cards. Gift card, dude, bro. Gift card to a brewery is the best present. That's what you want from for Valentine's Day, huh? Valentine's Oh shit! Now I, I told you guys uh, I told uh, I talked about it on the show. I got one for uh, one of my favorite breweries here for mm. Christmas for my in laws, and I was like, "Damn, this is the best present you bitches ever got me." <laughs> I was Y'all like, "Damn, this shit's fire!" Yeah, it, I mean, it, there's still a little bit in the fridge from it. Dang. But, bro, 
little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you ripped through that. I ripped through it, but the thing was, I got a full, like, I guess it's 24, 16-ounce cans from it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, I think two, two to four of those uh, those can packs were 10 percenters. Dude. Bruh, bruh, you want to get on a different level. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Anyway, um, are, are homie knocking at the door yet? Nope, not yet. Mm-hmm. He got a couple minutes. All right, anyway, okay. what okay. part of LA just are there? The breweries? Uh, this shit looks like where the five. Huh? Uh, I'm gonna look at a larger map. This is somewhere like where the five loops. Oh, oh. bro, this is Pico Gardens kind of, so where the five and the ten kind of meet. Five and the ten. Yeah. Oh, so that's like east. Five and LA. the ten and the one hundred one, like where all those meet. Yeah. So it's like uh, it's what downtown? Like downtown. Yeah, yeah it's downtown. Oh, downtown on the old stomping ground. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the boy wants to come in. Oh, he does. Oh, damn. Oh, shit. Go ahead. I mean, are you ready? Go ahead. You're I think we can re- let the boy in. Let, let the boy let's in. Let's go in. <clears throat> go ahead and welcome your boy, Ryan Cassidy, to the show. <laughs> What's going on? What's up, on? dude? <laughs> welcome to the oh, podcast. Oh, bro. Hey, guys. Yo. <laughs> it's good, dude. How are you doing? Oh, okay, sweet. Uh, good. Nice to meet you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you too, too, man. But introduce <laughs> yourself real quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, I'm Ryan Cassidy. Uh, I go by Design on Draft on Instagram, and uh, currently I do the creative direction for Indie Brewing uh, in downtown LA. Nice. Yeah, that's what's up. We already have some open, so. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're already so, going for it. I, mean, I, uh, we, we, I got the voila from Indie right now. It's okay. a uh, kind of like a mixed fermentation saison. Uh, it's like uh-huh. tart and really nice. I love All it. All right. All right. Is that and so this is one of their designs with their shirt you got on right now? Uh, this is one of mine. Uh, it's actually for another company that I work with in LA called Hopped LA. Uh, it's mm. like a kind of like a blog, but more like a lifestyle brand and uh, like a community building tool. We do like release radars and like now we're starting to partner with uh, independent uh, like tap rooms and different places to do like box releases. So like this oh, one was our first box where we like uh i think we got 12 different beers from different breweries around la and basically just sold a bunch of boxes of these different beers so everyone could try different beers from different breweries and then we include uh, a limited edition merch item with the box so this is the that's super you got we got two guests don't it yeah look at that who who, who we got (laughs) (laughs) yeah Oh. <laughs> I didn't even she was in the frame. Yeah, this one girl. Well, it was weird at first because it was oh. they weren't moving at all. It is just yeah. I thought it was a statue or something. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> I was like, "Bro, there's something behind you. You might you want to check." But um, let's see. I, I can turn on these headphones a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> yeah, we uh, yeah we did a little intro to Indie Brew. Um, yeah, I'm out in Pasadena. You got like Indie Brews downtown, is that right? Yeah, downtown. <clears throat> Technically, like Boyle Heights, so like just outside the Arts District. Mm. Yeah, mm. I, I used to live Six and Spring, 
and we would go to Art District a lot. Uh, and they got a couple breweries down there, a couple of good mm-hmm. good ones down there. But that's yeah. dope, man. That's what's up. Yeah. It's uh, it's been a lot of fun. I mean, I've been uh, going to Indie, I think, for like almost three years, uh, but I've only been working with them for around a year. So I okay. really you know, kind of built the relationship there with like knowing who they were in the first place, and then also uh, my one of my friends. Uh, he goes by Crush Quest on Instagram. Uh, he works for Other Half now in DC. He just uh, moved out there to start a job, but he worked at Indy as the sales guy, and so he kind of got my foot in the door, uh, essentially. That's cool. Yeah, once I started Design on Draft, um, it's been uh, like I guess just over a year since I started Design on Draft. So uh, yeah, when I started, I you know had a passion for the scene but it's hard to break into anything really like you mm-hmm. know or any other scene really yeah but yeah, i just didn't know where to start and uh in my past experience with graphic design uh it's always like a people even if you have the skills people are hesitant to hire you if they can't see something no oh, yeah exactly what they need in a sense. and so uh design on draft when i created that uh, a lot of the uh, all the breweries uh before i started working with indie all the breweries on my page are all uh just made up um i just oh, make uh, i would like brand like uh, i would like make an idea for a brewery and i would brand it and make a logo and everything and then i would make labels for that brewery so oh, that sick. I could build on that that's and, like the, know, that's like the equivalent of like an actor making a reel like just like doing yeah. a scene that they wrote just to like <laughs> right exactly yeah. so like, and you like do all the production and everything so yeah. i you know it's just like i had to have something to show people uh you know what i could do yeah, yeah. So once that took hold um that's when i started you know talking to more people and that's when the indie opportunities opened up and everything that's so what's like up. this like this is yours you designed yeah, this that is yeah the little pin Dude, that's yeah. sick. The pins I, are sick. Is what it about weird? This? Oh, yeah, that's me too. So yeah. uh, anything that you guys have really is going to be for me. There's only, I think, one label <clears throat> that we still have that we're using that I didn't design. Mm, and okay. I, we have a version that I did design. We just haven't run out of the previous labels yet. So we're still mm. using it. I want to see that, that uh, Jordan colorway at the bottom. Yep. I see you, bitch ass. I got you. I know. Yeah, I love that. You know, some people are. It just like the colorway kind of just screams that like '90s vibe, and other people are like, "Hey, I know where that came from." Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I was thinking about doing another colorway uh, because we keep releasing that one, and I didn't realize we were going to do it. But I want to do like an infrared colorway, or like you know. Ooh, I know this this boy gonna go straight up get them them yeah, Yeezy colorways too. I know it. <laughs> what was that red one? That that red one that he that came out and everyone. Went, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, you gonna give you a red October juicy double? Yeah. that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> Definitely. I, is it weird seeing your art everywhere, like on pens and shit, or like is it or is it like re- relieving? Uh, it it is a little of both, I think. Um, I so like before I got into uh, beer design and stuff, I've been in uh, like streetwear and music, uh, like merch design for a long time. So I used to go to shows with my friends and I would always make like us little packs of stuff like pins. (laughs) 
things and necklaces and like I, one time I made like glasses that had like prints on the lenses like because we would go to like concerts and like raves and different all the different types of music festivals and yeah. so I would make us all stuff so we were all like matching while we were That's when we were there and so I think now it's a little different seeing it like seeing strangers with it yeah. And so with that, that that's a little it, in a sense it's like relieving because it, it like gives me a sense of uh you know uh like you're I doing guess, something right like accomplishment yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. accomplishment there you go <laughs> but it, it is cool i mean you know working with india especially over the last year and just with them and help them sort of like push boundaries within their brand it's been really nice to hear people like I go to my local shop a lot uh, here in Culver City. Uh, shout out Hilo uh, <laughs> on, on Washington. And uh, they're awesome. I've been going to them for uh, since they opened. And they, uh, you know, I have friends that work there. My brother used to work there. And um, I always hear people saying, you know, they're like, oh, when people come in and talk about indie cans, they always talk about the art now. And it's nice to hear that from people yeah. that people are like, Oh man, I bought this can just because it looks cool. I'm like, yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. that, like a wine in a bottle. sense, like, right, exactly. It's like, in a sense, I like, obviously, I want them to like the beer also. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's <laughs> not on me, that's on their taste buds. Yeah. It's like, sure. I just, I, I love to hear when people are like, oh yeah, I like, I bought that because it was the cooler looking can. That, mm. that is yeah. something that I definitely like to hear. It'll definitely make a difference. Um, so you said that the stuff that you you put on your page was mostly fake, but it's one of them I know is not a fake brand. Right. Which one? The I am eight bit. Oh yeah. No, they are not. Yeah. Oh, wait. So, so, and what, what page was that on? Was that on my design on draft page? No. <laughs> oh, so what, was it a deep dive on your ass? <laughs> I was right. like, who is yeah. this man? Um, no, they, that was a, I mean, obviously no, they're, they're a video game production and merch production company. Uh, one of my mm-hmm. friends out here, uh, works for them or used to, Okay. and he got me in the door there. So, but I really, I only worked for them for like two months. They yeah. like had a couple of projects and then they had some like employment shift and COVID and all that stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. that makes sense. But I was thinking I mean, like, you know, just. Just on my design on draft page, and and just before I started working with Indy, any brand after that has been real stuff. I, okay. I started working okay. with a lot, of, a lot of, I, of people. I was thinking um, because we're talking about can labels being like, I'm gonna grab this just like a fancy wine bottle or something. Yeah, uh, that's that's another company. If I saw, I'd be like, oh, that looks sick. I might buy that just because of the labels. Right, but. I, I, I feel know. also like we discuss labels every single time we get uh, a anything. beer, a sponsor, anything, because yeah. uh, it is a big part of it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I totally agree with that dude who said he bought, you know, your beer just because of that label or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's a it's like alluring. Like, you got to, like, win people over. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like because there's like yeah. so many indie beers, like there's so many craft <clears throat> beers, like which one am I supposed to choose? Well, I'm going to choose the one that looks the dopest. Yeah. Right, exactly. And like the, the thing there is that you're never going to get everyone, but you know, like subconsciously and consciously you'll get people because of certain things like the can you're drinking, the Kolsch, mm-hmm. it like you know, rings with Dodger fans. And so like 
people and like I have friends in the Bay who I've sent uh, the cans to, and they're Dodgers fans because they're from LA, and yeah, they like freak out just because yeah. of the can. And it's like you know, it's, uh. it's a bullshit. It's super crisp and good, but it's you know they love it because of the can first and foremost mm. yeah i totally thought you were going the other way like they won't drink it because they're giants fans oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> i mean there's probably a couple of friends up there but no specifically <laughs> I, have, I have a couple i have two friends that are from la or they're dodgers lifelong dodgers yeah fans, so they love it yeah that's what's up yeah. um oh fuck so being in design and stuff, you said you wanted to talk about, well, we wanted to talk about a little bit how you transitioned from just doing like your own stuff into like thinking, uh, maybe I should work with like a, a brewery. What, it, what, like, when was, when was like that click? Like, oh man, I think that my shit will apply to what they're doing. Um, well, so before I was, I was freelancing for a while, uh, you know, just like independent, like, I guess like I am now, but um i was like fresh off of a job i had worked at um the whiskey a go-go in hollywood uh for three yeah. years yeah uh, did all their, i did all their graphic design for three like three and a half years and um just getting out of that job and i was like trying to like push my freelance stuff more and more and i like i went to school mostly for branding so i do that's why i do like so many logos and, and branding mm. projects and stuff so I was trying to push into that, but like, it's a really competitive market and it can be hard when you're an independent designer to land branding gigs when they yeah. are for like bigger companies, they look for like even small design firms of like five to 10 people that are going to handle a project versus like one person. And, uh, tr after trying my luck at getting into design firms, uh, not being able to, I was kind of just looking for a way to apply design and i've been doing a bunch of stuff for crush quest uh like my friend i mentioned earlier mm -hmm. and i was just kind of like why don't i try and do something for like for beer because i'm obviously getting more and more into the scene as i was uh you know just uh, you know it was yeah. starts with one beer and then before you know it you're an aficionado i guess <laughs> so, yeah. uh, or a self-claimed self-proclaimed one but <laughs> but yeah so it just kind of, you know, shifted. And that's when I thought like, man, I, I would love to do something for Indy. And that's when Aaron was at Indy. And uh, basically he like mentioned it, but because they hadn't seen or, you know, didn't know what I could do, even though they know I'm a designer and then he says I'm good. It's not the same as seeing something. Yeah. yeah. So that, that I guess was the clicking moment. Uh, it was when, when he was like, yeah, they, you know, like when I could tell that the conversation was just on at a stall because they needed examples, mm. uh, that's that's that was the moment when I was like, you know what, I think I need to like try and push into this more. Yeah. And so I forget even how long it took me to come up with the name, uh, but it took me a while. I went through a couple different versions of stuff and then landed on Design on Draft. Yeah, and, that's a good name. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, then I, it, you know, just sort of took hold. And like I said, I just started, you know, sort of making up um, premises for different brewery ideas. Um, some, you know, that were like easy to brand, like, oh, an 80s inspired one or, you know, stuff like that. And so yeah. uh, then the labels kind of would fall into place also, you know, vintage for that one or some, 
So yeah, I had one that was doing like metal logo or metal labels. And that gave me the opportunity to draw like a bunch of hop names just in like death metal letters. (laughs) (laughs) So like, you know, it's just like sometimes when these ideas hit, they just, you know, they just like make sense. And when that happens, I can't, I can't not put it down. And so like, even if it's not going to be something real, I I still put it out. Yeah. Yeah. there was even a series um, that I was doing for this brewery and uh, we did a, a tiger army uh, like rip for oh, the sick. label and the basis from tiger army like commented on the label. I was like, <laughs> we're stoked on it. <laughs> it's like, Dude, I'm sorry. This isn't a real beer. Or I would send you some and we probably would have had to contact you for licensing, but you know, <laughs> But yeah, it's, uh, I mean, or probably not knowing the beer scene right now, but still, it's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's one of those things, but it was, that moment was really cool. Like my friend and I like flipped out. I was like, dude, did you see this stuff? You know, it's, like, <laughs> it's cool to get recognition from the people. Cause like, I didn't put it together thinking like, oh man, maybe they'll notice me. It was just like a, yeah. I was putting together a punk series and like they, yeah. I was like, I could do a tiger army one. And yeah, yeah. that's pretty sick. Yeah, so so you're also the social media manager for uh indie, and yes. we definitely I know you brought this up in our emails and whatnot, but wanted to talk about how social media affects companies and how it can either like help grow or kill your audience, basically. Like, how do right. you? How do you, what do you feel like is like the thing that I don't know people need to do more or less or I don't know I keep seeing you know there's a lot of the same shit like a can somebody's pouring a fucking beer like and it's just splashing everywhere that's yep. that's like the go-to right now for yeah, every company yeah. um, it's, uh, it's I forget his name oh he's he's got it down right now he's doing all the product shots for he, I, I guess he used to live somewhere else. I want to say like beer breath uh, on Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. But he's doing all the shots for like Brewery West and uh, a couple other places in LA right now. And they're, yeah, they're insane looking because he like, he shows you the process. He sets up the camera and he'll drop stuff in the, in the glass like six times and get a bunch of different splashes and he'll Photoshop those splashes together. So the splash oh. you're seeing isn't even a real splash. It's like that's pretty cool. Photoshop madness, <laughs> and like it's really cool to watch his process videos. Honestly, it makes me like, I like like I think I'm good at Photoshop, and then I see, <laughs> and then you're like this guy. Bastard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like oh, I'm gonna quit. I quit using Photoshop. I swear. No, it, it's um there there's a lot of you know trends that you can see in social media uh, through beer pages because like a lot of it is just pages looking at other pages for influence yeah you know what i mean yeah. so you'll see so you'll see like trickle and not not the same kinds of like trends and stuff as like meme trends and whatever else yeah but you'll see trends trickle across uh beer instagrams and like it won't be like you know 20 on the same day but if you are someone who pays attention to it and sees the you know patterns then mm-hmm. you're definitely you, you'll notice that's for yeah sure. and so like I think it's about finding a voice for your brewery 
you know, that's, I guess, like neutral, but unique because mm. like there are breweries that, you know, I guess because of their name or because of their mentality, they go uh, like with the personality of the owner yeah, or the, or the, however the owner feels or whatever that may be. Um, but I think, you know, finding that voice and finding the consistency that works for you and for your audience is really the key because like not every brewery needs to post four pictures a day, but <laughs> yeah. like, so, you know what I mean? And like most, most don't, but like no. they do, it. they do it because they either have a lot going on or, or they they're trying to reach, yeah. yeah. Or they're trying to reach the most audience because like four posts a day is optimal for growing an audience because you're, that's like basically you're hitting all core uh like uh, hours because okay. you'd be releasing during the morning like and then a, a second then a third then the evening and so like most people or most pages will do like two posts a day or even just one on their like uh, at their peak whenever their most their audience is on so it just depends on like how, doing that and it also depends on like having someone you know, who knows how to look for those things hmm. and who knows how to do those things. Cause there are like ways to run social media where you're posting a bunch of content, but it's not hitting your audience because you're not using things that are there. And I'm not talking about 200 hashtags, every post, <laughs> but like, you know, like there are hashtags that you can use 10 hashtags and it could be just as powerful as 200 because if you're using the right ones for your audience, yeah. then you're hitting your audience. You know what I mean? And if you follow those hashtags also, you like the pictures from other people, like interaction also matters because it matters to the algorithm. So it matters on how often you pop up on other people's feeds or right, in yeah. the suggested posts even. <clears throat> so all that stuff matters on content and involvement. And essentially that's why uh, I started taking over stuff for indie mm. uh, when I did because I had been working with them for a long time already just on graphics. And, uh, you know, they were, as a company, they were running the social media, but it was just everybody helping when they could. Yeah. So, so by no fault of their own, the consistency was lacking because it was, you know, so many people doing it. But with having a central unit running it, then you, you can have things like everyday posts or frequent comments and replies and reposts and all those things because like you know i if if the bartenders were working and they didn't have time to be on their phones and the owners were either also working or possibly at home with their families who don't need to be sitting on their phones for two hours at home you know it's <laughs> like just any anything like that it can get in the way and so having someone independently do it is the way to go and so like mm. And when places, I mean, like, I don't know how a lot of other breweries do it around LA. I only specifically know uh, of two other ones who like have outside help run their Instagrams. And I only know that because we've connected over other things. So they're pretty, they're involved in the scene, even though they're removed from the brewery, they're still pretty involved. Hmm. And so, yeah, it's, it's interesting to, to see. And like, I pay attention to it way more now, uh, the the consistency of of posts and different things from breweries i mean like like a you know What's breweries so? that post there are there are some breweries that seriously i think post like seven pictures a day Jeez. and it's like it can be like really repetitive and like i mean 
you know, definitely not going to throw anyone under the bus, but I've used the mute button um, a lot. Oh, this shit. You know, I muted your ass, huh? Yeah, I mean, like, it's like, I I mean, like, and I know I'll say this because my personal page, people probably won't see this, but like, there's a lot of friends on my personal page that I've muted because like, we're just like old friends, but like, they don't post any content that's something that like I need to see. It's just more so like that weird feeling where you're like, you're not yeah, I really follow. don't want you to notice that I'm not following you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want like, to see your stuff anymore. Or like yeah, the, the super awkward when like somebody like, you know, in comments, like, yo, did you see someone's post? And it's like something serious. And you're like, fuck, I unfollowed them a long time right. ago. <laughs> and they're like, Wait, I do unfollow them. And then I'm, you have Dude, account. God forbid it's one of those ones where you have to ask permission, like a, a, a oh, private account. You're just like, no, I'm not going to look at it. Okay. Fuck it. So I've almost unfollowed accounts. Like, I, I've been like, you know, I, I like, if I've had a couple beers and I'm on my phone, I'll like just <laughs> go on a, I'll go on a muting spree. And so like, uh, if I'm, uh, if I choose to like unfollow one and it's like, it's a private account, then I'm like, I'll just mute them. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love it. All right. So okay. I'm going to kill this. And Drew just cracked Boy, open just... that Del Rey. Ooh, yeah. Uh, the IPA Del Rey. Mm-hmm. That one was super fun. Because, okay, yeah. so you're drinking like what I refer to as like the standards. Yeah. So, like that's why they have that look. Uh, mm-hmm. with okay. days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. There are consistent ones. Like if we're running, like, so our other, our other, like the voila that I have and stuff, the, those are our, uh, seasonal, I guess you would say, but it's like Mm -hmm. when we, when we brew a saison or we brew a sour, we'll brew that one. Then once we're like selling out of that, we're, we'll brew a different kind of sour instead of the same one. Sometimes we brew the same and we'll, we'll do it again, but like, they're usually different, but these ones we have a; those are the ones that go out to yeah. distribution more often and all that stuff. The daily rotation. So, right. um, I like to play this game. Ooh, uh, it's gonna be. No, actually, <laughs> fuck it. So Drew, Drew had oh. the two one. You know what? <laughs> he got he. You gonna let him pick? Let him. I'm pick. not gonna let him pick, but well, I'll let you pick, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna Damn. cheat. So just go ahead. Uh, right, left, or middle. <laughs> Wait, what? Right, left, or middle? Uh, right. No. Middle, then. I was going to pick middle. But middle oh, yeah. All right, middle was the correct answer. So, um... I was, like, I was like, well, I'm a middle child, so maybe I'll pick that. I was yeah. Like, no, right. See, I sensed it. I knew. I knew what you were going to do. I just knew it's going to be middle, so might as well just... Yeah, no, Drew already had the Kolsch and the... Uh, the Del Rey, and so just to mix it up and show as many as possible, I'm gonna do that constructing the city. Yeah, man. That double that dry hop hazy seven point three. Oh boy. Yeah, almost. It's like on the cusp of a double. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like Ooh. it's one of the. It's like I never know what to call a double, and I actually have never asked, so I'm kind of embarrassed to be saying this out loud. But I don't know the cutoff, so it's like. When you're above six point six, but you're below eight, like they're like I've There's seen a, ones where it's like still a single, but it's a seven percent. But then yeah. like this one is seven point three and it's a double. So it's like I never really know mm-hmm. the cutoff. 
I mean, it's hard to say. I, I know you can't see it, but legit, I have never cracked a can in my whole life of any beverage that has been as full as this fucking thing. Like, it, it's like <laughs> legit. Hey, <laughs> I, uh, maybe I can hear it. Look, maybe you can t- look. Oh, at damn. It. I see the bubble. Oh, wow. Yeah, it is to the it's rim. in the fucking rim. Like, I, I'm never, not a soda, nothing. Not even a bottle. <laughs> you know what? Bottles of water are basically the chip bags of water. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they are. That shit is like you get twenty percent that already cut off the top. <laughs> Damn. You know? At least ten. At least ten. This is this is that rare chip bag you get. You know, you're like, yeah. oh fuck. I got all the Doritos on this one. Yeah. I'm gonna get all the nacho cheese in this motherfucker. <laughs> but so that that label, um, I did like a, a rough mock up and sent it to the owner, Morgan and uh just a digital mock-up and he was like oh man i love this idea like and he was like i like what if we did more of like a paper mache sort of look yeah and so that i made that that's like a real oh like, in real life i like hand painted a bunch of construction paper pieces and then, and then ripped then... them all up and cut it up and like we that's pasted a cityscape together and then photoshopped that's cool. oh that's, so that, cool. that's pretty fucking yeah. cool that's the first i mean that's my only label that's like all it's just, it's just a photograph basically i mean like you know the information on it it was digitally put there mm. uh like the beer info but the name and all that stuff that's all just we pasted right on nice okay. i'm about to yeah that was a ton of fun it took me it took me <laughs> took much much longer than any other label i'll tell you that but <laughs> <laughs> waiting for waiting for wheat paste to dry i was like what is all right, so this shit says it says no bright pineapple, lime, and unripe mango. And I don't, I don't know if I ever fucked with it. We, we've been talking lots about weird fruits. I don't think I've ever fucked with a unripe mango before. I but, actually asked them about that too because I really? had to put the description on something, and I was like, "What's up with the unripe mango?" Like, <laughs> I, like I was like, "Isn't that a bad thing?" <laughs> like, well, I don't. And then it says, tastes like candied mango apricot with a sharp lime finish attached to a subtle bitterness. Super easy drinking. Bruh. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. on. See, like, I I never know how to write tasting notes that sound like that because, like, I just don't. You know? Oh, dude, he's swigging it. He's swigging it. No, this shit. That's like, that might be the most accurate description i've ever had oh, of a beer yeah i like that it's weird but like the pineapple and uh mango for real right and i don't know about this apricots you know what i'm saying but i think whatever the lime the though taste the apricot taste comes from that like just sweet with the bitter well, I'm the, just saying I don't know about apricots because I don't really fuck with apricots, you know? Right. <laughs> we, like, don't, we don't really fuck with apricots, you know what I'm saying? I know, me either because I don't like their taste. So. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, But this is the weird thing. We were talking about uh, earlier before you got on, we were talking about uh, there's some other shit like stone fruit. Who the fuck even knows about a stone fruit? And Dude. is like, you know what? Beer. Stone Dude. fruit. I know. It will. Okay, so I'm waiting to see it pop into a beer. I was in Hawaii. I went to Hawaii for the first time uh, two years ago, I think. For, yeah. Oh, maybe three now. For my friend's wedding. And, uh, dude, they have these, this, like, I guess it's a fruit. 
God, and I'm blanking on the name right now, but it's like an ice cream. It's called like ice cream something. And it looks like an extremely large green bean or like, uh, no, like, um, like a plant, like an edamame. So it's like really large and there's pods in it that you can see and you eat those little pods They're First of all, they're like fuzzy and it tastes like ice cream, like a baby kiwi. Like, I don't know. It's like, Oh God, I need to look it up, man. It seriously is the most ridiculous. What's this thing called? I, I gotta look it up. I forget. Yeah, I'm remember. aiming at baby kiwi from now on. Oh. Here we go. Baby kiwi beans. That's what it is. Um, <clears throat> while you look that up, we're gonna talk about um, some nostalgia. So nostalgia. Yeah, nostalgia. So um, oh, you got it? Oh no no no! I said let's do it. I'm okay always... okay okay. So nostalgia. So we were talking about reference labels and nostalgia going uh too far, right? We're, we're going to get into that, but <laughs> we, all right. So this, the last episode, which is out right now and go check it out. If you haven't at the end, we started talking about some Nickelodeon shows. Turns out, uh, us talking about that shit made my phone trigger some ads. Right. And are you afraid of the dark is, uh, there's a new, are you afraid of the dark on yeah. right now? Yeah. Just released yesterday. Oh. Whoa! And, and th- bruh, I brought up I brought up this salute your shorts episode because uh, we were we were fucking with the guys down at uh, Carl Strauss with Zeke down there. Oh yeah, yeah. First of and, all, uh, the Are You Afraid of the Dark looks terrifying compared to what we used to watch. That's what I was about to say. So <laughs> oh, I brought up I brought that's exactly what I was about to say. So I brought Dude. up this episode of uh, Salute Your Shorts that's fucking terrifying. Okay, it's called Zeke the Plumber, and bruh. Go ahead, hit your Google right now. I'm telling you about this. Zeke the plumber. Look at this shit. I'm telling you. This will give you fucking nightmares, bro. Okay. Boy, can't get off it. I can't, bro. Can you? I know your bitch ass hadn't slept in a week. Okay. Side note. It's funny you said plantains because these things are called the blue Java bananas or, or ice cream bananas. Okay. Mm. Okay. Okay. So, ice cream uh, bananas. Back to Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so I was looking at, I, I I swear I thought this salute your shorts episode was a uh, are you afraid of the dark? So I was like, fuck! All right, all this shit's on streaming now. I can just go through every episode and look and see. It'll definitely be like the 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 uh, the screenshot or whatever. So I'll just go through all of them and I'll find the thing because I was trying to show my wife. I'm like, this shit fucking is still in my brain. Okay, and. <laughs> I went through every episode, bro, and nothing. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I look, and I'm like, salute your shorts, though. Huh. And so I look at it. It is the third episode in the first season of that show. What? Yeah. And it I was like. Scary episode? Dude, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. I can't imagine that show being scary. I, that's what I, I told him when he told the story. I know, but go ahead and check out last episode. I've pulled up a screenshot of this man's, and bro, if you've ever seen the episode of The Office where fucking Dwight shaves off the face of that dummy, that's oh, what yeah. this man's looks like. I love that. Okay, <laughs> all right. Picture that man's in the forest chasing you at night. 
Okay. That's Dude. what this was. <laughs> One time my friend sent me a picture of someone who had a calf tattoo that was Dwight wearing <laughs> face, that fake face. Nice. <laughs> of Dwight going like turning around with the face on and they had that tattoo on their entire calf. Whoa. Oh God. That's I was a like, commitment. bro. Yeah, exactly. But like hilarious commitment. Oh, dude, I would do it. Hilarious. Honestly, I would do it for real. Right. Um, but yeah, so first of all, is Nickelodeon going too far with scaring young children's? And dude, I, I'm you, I was afraid of Are You Afraid of the Dark with the episode where the guy uh, microwaved his comic because he spilled soda on it and the guy came to life. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Like, I read comics. This isn't cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, what if I want to microwave? You know, that used to be a thing in skating. Like, uh, skateboarders used to microwave their shoes to break them in. And, uh, yeah, used to break, microwave them for, like, a minute or whatever to break in the sole so it mold to your foot quicker instead of having oh, to break them in over time. Right, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, bro, if my foot, if my shoe came to life and started oh. eating on my foot. Oh, damn. Oh, exactly. not, it might have already did. Bro, I can't. I can't even lose any more toes. I can't lose any more toes, my dude. I can't. So, but that was going into what nostalgia is what we were trying. Yeah, to talk yeah. About. So nostalgia. What the fuck? Like Nickelodeon's like, all right. I guess we'll give so up on all this where's... bullshit and bring back this like nostalgia. Dude, I mean, Saved by the Bell is back on Peacock. They it's like third season <laughs> of Fuller House and like. Dude, That's crazy. Then the nostalgia is hard it's hitting hard everywhere because like yeah. it's in a sense it's a guaranteed audience and like this yeah. can segue into beer but well, that's what i'm about, saying that's what we're going to move about, it back around right. where do you think about, people are bringing about, it too far right talking about nostalgia in general it's it's you know a hell of a drug because yeah. it it literally transports you you know if someone did like a are you afraid of the hops and they put it on a can instantly when you see it you're like, you're like, oh man, yeah. boom. You know what I mean? Shit. So yeah. take that idea and and put it in literally anywhere, you know, with, and then now we can, you know, go into the beer scene. There are breweries that base their entire, uh, their entire brand on references. Mm. And like, I think that's where I've always split with people and and logos and ideas and all that stuff i was told my friend like because my friend crush quest i've done like i think i without exaggeration i think i've done like over a hundred logos for him but they're like a lot of them are just bootlegs that i just like i'll just take someone's logo and make it say crush quest instead like yeah. as one that's it's the costco wholesale but it says crush quest instead like <laughs> so, like but uh, he also has a main logo that I made like through however many years ago when I met him. But like, so like his main logo that he uses for like real stuff is a real logo that I made him. That's like all, like, I guess, you know, independent. It's not a mm -hmm. reference to anything. And then he has all these other logos that he can use that are all references. But like, there are some brands and people that want to base their entire brand on references and like that's where I split with the whole design aspect and like nostalgia being a thing that I like give into because mm -hmm. like I love it too and like 
there are, I've done a bunch of labels that have been like, you know, references or like, like nods to things. And like, I mean, there have been a couple that we've done, uh, you know, at indie that we've even gotten like cease and desist for that, oh, you know, were, that like, you know, essentially if, if they tried to take us to court, they wouldn't win, but neither would we, cause we couldn't afford to go to court. You know what I mean? Like yeah. one of those things where it's like, we change, like I always do, you know, cause I, I, I went to school for design. So I know about, uh, I guess, like design law a little bit and I stay up on certain things. And so for, for uh, you know, reference and parody, you have to change certain aspects of it. That's what parody law is for mm -hmm. artists. Obviously there's a ton of details and it goes into way more things that we could talk about, but essentially you have to change enough of it or it has to be an independent source and not directly referenced. So for a couple of the graphics that we did that, you know, nodded or, or were references to other things, um, all the fonts were, you know, not direct matches. And I sourced the images independently and I like created them, the vectors and everything on my own instead of just using a photo of whatever we were trying to do. Yeah. And uh, yes, yeah, so if we were to go to court for certain things and like we wouldn't have gotten in trouble, but it's also one of those things where like you don't really want to have to do that. So when no. companies send a C, when companies send a C and D, which I've received like in my independent days as a designer also, because I used to do show like merch for shows. And so like a couple of my projects got out there, like into the public. <laughs> uh, and I had like agents and managers from artists like contact me like, like Hey man, you need to like stop producing this. And I was like, Hey man, I'm like making these shirts for like 10 of my friends. It's really <laughs> chill. <laughs> like I'm not trying to sell 200 of these online or anything. Nah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I think now, uh, you know, with, I don't know, this, this past year has just seen an explosion of references in my mind, like, and to the point where they're just like blatant, you know what I mean? Where they just literally, uh, like, I mean, like I'm trying to reference specific things, but I don't want to throw people under the bus necessarily. Uh, but like there's just, you know, labels that like, like they'll reference, uh, a, a specific type of like product that also comes in a jar but they mm. won't change the image they just change all the text so it's like like if they want to make like a a peach like something they'll take yeah. like a peach jam and they'll just take the image of the peach from the peach jam <laughs> and put it on the beer and then they'll change all the other text and they act like oh we made a reference label and it's like is that really a yeah. reference like you threw the it's like when people put like uh like they make a, a notorious big beer but they put his face on it it's like what yeah like, might, might yeah. need to settle some things out with that right one. exactly uh. <laughs> so like recently oh man recently i got into it twice over uh wap imagery that oh me. all right so like Please, uh, please describe said imagery. Uh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> specifically, I mean, like, and, and this, yeah. So specifically, uh, it was um, Evans Brewing and Pretentious Beer Co. So shout out you guys. <laughs> um, they, they know me well now. Um, now they know my face. Um, but oh, yeah, shit. they, you know, they're they're I and I and I don't want to talk ill of them because I'm sure they're good people. You know what I mean? When when it comes down to like being a person. 
but uh, it doesn't take away the fact of like being so out of touch that you, you know, use the imagery or likeness of, of uh, a prominent figure of feminism for sales of beer. Oh, you know, was it like, RGB? No. What? No, the, uh, was the it WAP. RGB? No, oh, WAP. Oh, fuck. So, okay, okay. My bad, RGB my bad. and Megan the Stallion. Yeah, yeah, no, I thought, I was thinking some other shit. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. No. So like, the, you know, this, like Evans Brewing specifically, it's like they are on that sort of tip where like the beer they released after this one was called Govern Hater. And it's like got Gavin Newsom writing the a devil looking Gavin Newsom writing the California bear. The harness he's using <laughs> over the bear is a mask over his face. He's then got California in his hand and it's on fire. Oh, it's shit. like so out of control. And so, like, they're, they're, like, not about social justice. They're not about, like, feminism, all that stuff. And so, yeah. like, but they used, not only did they use a reference, so there's another brewery in L.A. Uh, called Party Beer. They just put out a WAP also. But theirs has an actual cat on the can. And it's sort of not a reference other than the abbreviation. But it's called Wet Ass Pilsner. And, like... Yeah. You know, it's like, whereas, like, I don't necessarily think it's, like, it's a little too late to be referencing that and putting it out as a new <laughs> beer because they just released the beer now. But, like, mm. it's one of those things where it's, like, they didn't go as far as these other places did. So Evans put out this beer and literally just had a tracing of Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, like, on it. That was it. There was no, like, they didn't change anything. They didn't like, it was just a tracing of these two women who definitely have nothing to do with the beer scene. The song has nothing to do with this brewery. They no. like all these things are just like red flags for me because like, you know, there's a difference between creating a saved by the bell looking beer and using someone's face to sell your beer. You know what I mean? Like, Okay. using a woman's face in a provocative manner because they put out that it and like i had so many people on me after this because it happened with evans <laughs> it, happened, it happened with evans and like yeah, there was all this blow up and uh and you know i like one of the brewers ended up contacting me because she uh is a latina and she was getting like thrown under the bus because she's like lighter skinned so it was like a whole thing she was like hey like people are like getting mad at me even though like i'm not involved and i was like all right well so like i had to like intervene and like apologize because i did feel bad you know like i don't yeah, want to create yeah. it but it, it was one of those things where it got it like it took off because of the commenting that happened after i had started it and uh you know that kind of got settled and uh then you know fast forward like a two months or something and then pretentious beer they put out an image that was it was i guess never going to be used on cans is what they said but they put out an image for their tap room and on their instagram and it was like a wet ass pastry stout or something like that or wet ass <laughs> it would but like you know they use and they the thing with or wet ass pie sour or something something but they the thing with theirs is that they put her it was cardi b and the, they put like a, a piece of pie like she was gonna eat the pie and i was like all right guys 
now not only are you here, but you're making her do something else i was like this is not chill so i called that one out immediately also and like Bruh. that got that got reposted to worst beer blog that one like oh dude, shit that one took off yeah that one got a lot of things and then like so they ended up taking down the image apologizing uh and they like re renamed the stout and they posted a picture of uh this this a lot of my friends sent it to me and they were like yo are they ripping on you because, like, <laughs> it was this like doofus looking pie like a, a pie contained and it was this like doofus guy and he was like writing down all this like dumb stuff that people complain about about the other label oh and so God. like we're like hey are they ripping like is this supposed to be you and i was like hey man i hope it is <laughs> So like he goes like you know, I, I wasn't like Bro. targeting like, yeah, throwing some shit ain't it? Uh-huh. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I mean like I've never been shy with like standing for things like that because like you know even when you see people came onto my page and they started like ripping on a bunch of or trying to rip on a bunch of my designs. So like this one dude, <laughs> this one dude came down the list just tons of comments tagging everyone that i had referenced on all the <laughs> fake labels that i made oh, so all the non so he, he went far back went far enough back in my feed that he found all the fake labels that i had made and he started tagging all the people that i had referenced and so like i made one oh, label for, i made one label for this brewery that is on fairfax that's not really there and so it's like a streetwear themed brewery and I mean, it's just a, a red can and it says Simcoe instead of Supreme in the box. And so, like, he commented on that. Oh, yeah. Nice Supreme rip. I was like, oh. I, was like I was like, dude, the fact that you don't know that this is Barbara Kruger in the first place is all bad. But, you know what I mean? It's like, you can't you can't argue with people when, you know, when they don't know those things. Uh-huh. Like, I try not to as much as possible, but. I just, you know, there are certain things in the scene now that I just can't really stand. And when it's, you know, like when you create something that looks like something or is a reference to, I mean, like there, the, the last two labels that I had done for indie prior to this last month were hopefully the last two that I'm going to be doing any type of like reference for anything on because I kind of talked about it and I want to push our brand into a more like unique and original, uh, direction Mm. and uh so for any of our like seasonal releases and stuff we're gonna start doing more of the like independent looking things and not so much trying to reference to names or anything like that but the the last one we did or the one of the last ones we did was a one that was called treats and it looked like whoppers it looked like the whoppers Whoppers? oh shit and that was an idea from my uh the brewer the head brewer his name's steven uh, he homebrewed this recipe and he was like, bro, it tastes just like Whoppers. So we like got to do a Whopper label. And I was like, all right, man, let's fucking do it. <laughs> and uh, that was before all the stuff started kicking up on the pretentious beer and all that stuff. <laughs> Once I started kicking up more things, I was like, hey, man, I should probably start putting my money where my mouth is and like, <laughs> not use references at all. Yeah. But, you know, like, so then um, so then they came to me with wanting to do a West Coast, uh, the one of the last ones we released, and it's called Intellectual Hopperty, uh, you know, just kind of picking fun at the idea. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know what to do for it. And I was like, bro, I don't want to create like a reference to something like it's not what I'm trying to do. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to like make 
like a box to put all my references in. And so like I'm the intellectual <laughs> part, the intellectual part of the, it looks like an ammo box, like a military ammo box. And then the, uh, the, the label part that says intellectual, each letter is from a different logo, but from like random ass shit, like the I starts with like IBM. And then like the N it's from like the Wolverine logo and like it's a bunch of like random ass stuff. The E I use from like this band in nineteen seventy five, like ridiculous yeah. stuff. Just like yeah. from things that people, from things that people are gonna be like, What? Is that really even a reference? You know, like and I just pasted all those together and drew them really shitty and then put that on and I was like, nice. This is it. This is our like nice. tip of the hat to like everything to, to reference. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was a fun little project, but, Hell but yeah, yeah, I think like now I, I think cause you, you see with, with labels, like the people that really exceed it's it, with, for labels, uh, like as far as people remembering it, it's the artist that does what they do. And the thing yeah. about that is that I've always been more of a graphic designer and less of a like style artist. I've never found a style of my own. I've always just been able to be like a jack of all trades sort of thing. Yeah. And so I think I like now I'm going to try and sort of develop some sort of a style to be more concise with, with certain brands so that mm. you can develop that look because like, you know, each brand, even if you have sort of, you know, the like labels that we have or, whatever they may be it's always you know it always looks like that brand or it should and i think uh i think with the future of labels i think that people are going to start grab like going toward that even more because if you mm. think about like anchorage a ruse brewing there's a bunch of uh, breweries that are up and coming or that are already established they're like mm -hmm. people are like oh yeah i buy their beer because their art is sick you know what i mean like that's true. There was like, yeah. I mean, Anchorage for sure. I mean, like some of their labels, I'm just like, yeah. What is that beer? A barley wine? I guess I'll drink it, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like the label's just so sick. I don't, you know, it's like, it's one of those things where, yeah, you yeah. know, like, then you yeah. have the, the heavily marketable labels like um, Great Notion. Yeah. Dude, I, yeah. I visited Great Notion. They have so much merch. They have a coloring book. That's pretty sick. So like, like this is what we do with shit. Like, so, all right. So I'm not going to show the notes. So I turned the page, but like, um, uh, we have this notebook that we keep all of our show notes in and I put, you know, they give you that little tab to keep your bookmark Yeah, nice. as your boy. Um, yeah. but what we do is like, um, like Carl made this one, the make beer, not war one. And, uh, this is what we do with, uh, with the labels that people send us. So like, Crosstown Brewing in Memphis did this dope ass one. Oh, that is sick! I've never yeah. heard of them. Dude, Crosstown's sick, like mm -hmm. super sick. What? But um, we do a, we do a bunch sick. of cool shit. Like um, we keep all of. Weird Iris, I have that sticker. Oh yeah, the, well, nice. Weird Iris is local for me, so. Oh really? Yeah, yeah dude, they were good. I met them at Juicy Brews um, when I was out here in 2019 for yeah. at Brewery West. We just keep. Sick. We keep... Oh, dude, that's so funny. I wish I had my fucking notebook right now, but um, I'm like in between moving around. This but is... that's what I do. That's what I do in my drawing notebooks so that I can draw with markers on one side. Yeah. So I only put labels on one side, like 
Yeah, oh, okay. The, the pages so I can draw and marker and Sharpie and do whatever I want on the other side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this, like, this? My book, dude, my last book has got to be, without exaggeration, like four pounds heavier <laughs> than it was Hell because nah. of how they were in it. Like Boy, almost every single, yeah, dude, almost every single page, back page <laughs> is stuck with like labels <laughs> this this one we've commented on this one before this one's my favorite one that ever that oh fuck me oh back it up dude i'm trying to get us to get into like doing some reflective stuff that's so funny hypnotizing minds yeah juicy ipa from beale street brewing company see i never this heard of one's that sick but dude, the only um time i've gotten to do any type of reflective stuff was when I worked with uh, Three Sons out in Florida. Nice, nice. Three yeah, Floyds, you say? What? You say Three Floyds? No, uh, Three Sons. Oh, Three Sons. I was like, Three Floyds, the brewery? Yeah, Three but... Sons in Florida. Dude, there's three. I mean, like, there's there's like a. I, my friends and I always make. Uh, he, he was like, yo, you should make a brewery called, like, No Sons or, like, something. <laughs> there's, like, two sons, three sons, four sons, three brothers, two brothers, three weavers is about three daughters of, yeah. of the mo- So it's like, there are so many breweries that are just like, I dude in three son in Florida, there's three sons and three daughters brewing just in Florida. A three right. weavers, three weavers is a brewery. Yeah. yeah three, that's it, what it, I said. Three, three weavers sons. is a brewery. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So the oh, story like... behind that name is that Lynn Weaver, the original, her daughters are the three weavers. <laughs> that's that's Wait, the name. That's didn't what's they up, sponsor though. us? Didn't, didn't well, we get a three weavers? We've talked to three weavers. They they TBD on that. TBD. Yeah, yeah. TBD. No, there was some shit. Maybe they oh, invited us there and we couldn't go. I don't know. Oh, don't something. Know. I mean, like, yeah, they're they're good people. My Air, Crush Quest worked for them also. That's why I know them so mm. well. And uh, the or the. I actually don't know her we position, say- Alex. We're gonna, say have to, we're gonna have to have this man's on the show. This man's you keep talking about. This crush quest. Dude, yeah, this no, crush you quest. Do. He's he's. Go, and, it. Go ahead and, and hit your boy up. And you beer. And, huh? <laughs> and he can send you beer because he works for other hat. That's well, you know I'm that that that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll put in a good word for you guys. Go <laughs> ahead and hit up your boy and tell him what's up, and then we'll we'll have an episode with him too, and then we can compare notes. And see which one of you is bullshitting us more. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be him that's bullshitting more because he's got the job he's got to keep. You know, mm-hmm. like, can't get in trouble. I mean, I guess I could get in trouble. I mean, I, I never reference my job on on this show. <laughs> yeah, at well, all. I've got to grab here. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll say this shit, so, dude. Wait! Oh, you get that quick, that quick fridge, huh? Oh, oh damn. yeah. Well, so right now my uh, damn you in a hotel, ain't it? Yeah, my my computer <laughs> is set up in my living room. Oh, okay. Uh, so like my fridge is right there. Right. Okay. <laughs> it's about to save. Like, oh, hold on, let me grab mine. Ooh, oh yeah. <laughs> right. I was just like, hey, let me crack a beer. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, nah, Drew. Drew usually got that uh, cooler or whatever. But out. Hey. Yeah. Oh, he's got the rent. Yeah, embroidery on the cooler. Yeah, you know that's that that's a down south shit you got right there. Everybody embroider everything down here. (laughs) 
Drew's See, from the well, we've been talking about this every single episode. The fact that you mentioned all these people, the fact that you're talking about all these breweries and you know them, mm-hmm. they're good people. We always talk about how crazy the network is with all of the indie yeah. brewing. Like everybody's craft brewing, everybody at small time. Like they all know each other. They're all riffing off each other and doing a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. It's funny that you say that because I was just going to say, so Alex from Three Weavers, uh, she knows like who and I met her, you know, through Aaron, through Three Weavers. She knows my friends in the Bay because they used to work at the same bar, um, RIP Beer Revolution. They closed a little bit, a little, mm-hmm. uh, a couple of months ago, but a uh, same bar in Oakland, Beer Revolution. They worked there together. My friend Jason who used to be like a college roommate. Uh, he's the husband of one of my old college roommates. And uh, he's the head brewer at Fieldwork now in oh. the Bay. So nice. like, you know, I know him through like from living in Santa Cruz. And like, you know, I used to have it before I even liked beer. He used to try <laughs> some of his homebrew stuff. And, you know, yeah. of course I like hated it because like I didn't know <laughs> beer was at all. So I was like, you know, he was like, hey, man, you want to try this amber ale? And I was probably like, sure. And like, you know, but like, it's just crazy. Like when I met her, when I met Alex here in L.A., uh, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, like I was talking in a sense, sort of like this, talking about people that I know. And she was like, oh, you know, Jason. And I was like, yeah, I know Jason. She's like, oh, we used to work together at a bar in Oakland. And it's like just that little connection right there, that little circle happens thousands and thousands of that's times crazy. Over in the that's crazy that's you know I mean? like, all just- we do like our first hookup was uh mumford brew no was it Mum- yeah it was mumford yeah. brewing so the mumford brothers down in uh in downtown la the oh, mumford yeah, brothers or I've, yeah. I've met peter a few times have you, have you met todd know. todd's always the dude that's hooking us up but Who? Todd? todd oh mumford. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, well, they both we both we female both of them, but at the same time, uh, th- they've hooked it up. This last go, we we did a show with them on for for happy hour of the show, and uh, we were like, hey, we're gonna do we're doing a new thing, and they were like, all right, what do you need? <laughs> but like last time, not the case. <laughs> they were like, who the fuck are you? No. Uh, right. We're gonna have to you're gonna have to come in here, and we're like, all right. What's, what's funny is I feel like even though we explained everything to them and told them what we were, what we're doing, it still felt like they didn't understand what they got themselves into because well, we did the first episode. We were like, you know, sponsored by Mumford Brewing. We did this whole thing for them, said all the stuff about them, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then they texted Pat <laughs> and yeah. they were like, sponsored by And I was yeah. like, right. You <laughs> said <laughs> episode right now. Yeah. yeah. I'm li- we're literally promoting your beer for you. That, yeah. Yes. For, there's no monetary <laughs> shit. Like, that's what it is. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Like that's the best. I think that I think that's the best part of this of like what we do is like we bring in some like breweries and really try to promote whoever we can. But it's like if you can give us stuff to drink on the show, we can talk good of like well better about your right. brewery. Yeah, than... I mean it's just the conversation. You know, it's this conversation could happen between the three of us right now without you guys drinking indie beer, of course. Exactly. But, but I mean, it it's more fun com- if I'm a little exactly. bit more faded, you know what I'm saying? It really <laughs> brings <laughs> closer together if we're all drinking from the same place. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the idea. <laughs> right. It's like, but 
It's like when uh, it's like Netflix did that new thing during the quarantine where they're like made it to where you could watch stuff with other people. Oh, bro, oh, yeah, we still yeah. need to do that, Drew. It's we like, we still haven't party. done we haven't done that shit. Watch party. That's like it is. Yeah, it's drink party. That's actually what this kind of show. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, the beer bring the people together. It really does. Exactly. You know what? Exactly. Um, well, we don't want to go too long. I can I can hear. Uh, so this I'm gonna let you guys in on that personal life right now. <laughs> have you guys ever have you ever, have you guys had have you guys ever had a homemade pot pie? No, I'm gonna say, bruh, bruh. Because like, if you I can think... get yourself someone to make you a homemade pot pie, <laughs> go ahead and do that right go now. Is that what's happening right now? Go <laughs> ahead and do that. I, bro, go to dinner, I'm, get, I'm getting these. I, I mean, this beers. I can smell this beers, right? But I can also smell this pot pies coming through the door. Oh, so he's, and I'm like, instead of he's like, yeah, I don't want to let this run too long. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like that pot pies though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> don't want a papa to burn no no well it's not it, i'm not making it you know what I'm i said if you can get somebody to make you one you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that's the key i'm gonna have to text you and get yeah bro bro i got a whole recipe it's fire oh, but anyway shit. oh shit what are you grabbing you grabbing ghosts no i was trying to grab a f- he's grabbing ghosts Whoa. Uh-huh. Oh. he's grabbing ghosts. what did he do this he did <sighs> Oh, all right, so hold on, hold on, hold on. Before before we close out, I want to get you guys' thoughts on one thing. Yeah. Um. All right, so Netflix has been releasing Netflix fucking content forever, right? Sure. They release something every week that usually catches somebody's attention. Um. This past week, they released this show about that girl, Elisa Lim, that died in. The, oh, the, downtown the hotel, hotel in downtown LA, the Cecil Hotel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, obviously, your boy has not watched it. I, I can see your face right now. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and watch this shit. Are you in the Cecil Hotel right now? Because, bro, you might want to leave. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Oh, don't I tell me. There. Yeah, well, it's also called a stay on Main as well. Cecil Is Hotel and. on Main Street? It's like Main yeah. and Fifth, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, it, sure it was one street over from your old apartment, Drew. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure my friends got married there. Oh fuck! Really? Oh, you used to live in downtown LA? Yeah, I used it's to live downtown LA. Six and I used to live Six and Spring. Okay, dude, I used to live at um, Flower and Ninth. Uh, oh, okay. And then I also lived up in just past the freeway on Grand, like you know, oh, just shit. past the 101. Did you go grand, like outside of Chinatown and outside of downtown. That's but did cool. but did cool you go to that El Compadres a lot though? Ooh, the, <laughs> there's so many fire spots down there. Oh man, yeah. I meant like. Oh, 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 hold on. <laughs> we're going on tangent. We're going on tangent. Uh, I just told you guys I'm hungry for this pot pies. Now you're talking about the El Compadres. Like, goddamn. Dude, okay. Here, anyway, here's the thing. That that video, that viral video, of that girl is okay, nuts, bro. It's crazy. It's have a, you seen the four four episodes? I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen. Oh the my show. god, Drew! <laughs> it's Drew. creepy as fuck. Oh, so it's a docu. It's like a docu series. All right. So what happened was, this is why I brought it up. I moved to LA in 2011. This shit happened in 2013. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that I was there when this shit happened. Oh shit! I guess wait then. Yeah, wait. I moved to LA in 2010. 
Okay, so here we go. So a fucking weird-ass, creepy, mystery murder thing happened when we moved to L.A., right? You're getting your footing still because no one knows L.A. in a year or two. So, um, yeah, bro, I was thinking about it. I was like, fuck. This girl just went up and died on this roof. And I didn't, I didn't even, I, 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 I pinpointed where I was at the time when this shit happened. Mm -hmm. And I was definitely working on the show. And honestly, I mean, no disrespect, but I didn't give a fuck what was happening at at all in LA. I was like, oh man, chick died. (laughs) Oh man, you know, big deal. But this shit's creepy as fuck. The, okay. So first off, I'm going to tell you about this viral video. Oh yeah, go ahead. Okay, so this docu series is based off of the viral video that went. It's about this girl. She's in the seats of hotel, and mm-hmm. she's like doing some weird mannerisms and shit, and like going yeah. in and out of an elevator, like looking, like doing this, like Cri- doing some dude, crazy shit. Anyway, she does a two step on that shit. Do you see the two? Yeah, she does some oh crazy weird shit. Anyway, oh, yeah. <laughs> she ends up dying, and they found her body somewhere. Anyway, you'll you'll watch and see. But speaking of, I want to talk about that. But speaking of, when I the first year that I moved to LA, which was 2013, crazy. Yeah. Uh, the there was a gang in Hollywood, like around Hollywood, that was doing a murder a day for 30 days to initiate their people. And I was like, I walk everywhere, and I walk at night, and like, and now I'm like fucking you terrified lived in of Hollywood. this. Yeah, I lived in Hollywood, and I was like fucking what <laughs> they're like yeah. as soon as you move like because you think about like i came from a small town you think about when you move to a big town and like you hear about shit like you hear about the crime and like, stuff yeah. uh, when like, they're whatever. bigger they're called, when they're bigger they're called cities Just, you're right you're right you you're right you this city you calling me out you calling there me you out go. you know wait hold on where are you from they call Real boroughs quick. where are you from <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, I like no, the to say other that, person that we're talking. I know. About. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I like to say that I'm from the Bay. Uh, technically, I grew up in like the Inland Empire in Reno Valley and oh, the IE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, I lived there uh, until seventh grade, and then I was in the Bay Area mm-hmm. until 2010. So all I right, spent the right. majority of my life in the Bay because I was there visiting anyways. My mom lived down here. My dad lived up there. So makes sense. All right, Drew, yeah. talk about your towns. So this big town that I'm talking about, Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> big town. Big, <laughs> big town, town Big dreams, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So you think about like moving there and all of a sudden, just all this big crime wave is happening and you can't do nothing about it. You don't know what to do about it or whatever. No. But the next year, like I moved downtown, Six and Spring. Yeah, then the, then the video <laughs> gets released. Like the year that I moved downtown out of Hollywood, the video of this girl from a block away from me gets released. I'm like, holy shit, why? <laughs> Everywhere. I, <laughs> I can't escape it. It's, I can't fucking escape. Ryan, I'm telling you right now, go ahead and watch it. It's fucked okay, up. I, mean, I guess I got it. You're, you know. Four hours of your life right there, bro. I just reserved. Um, it I mean, like, is, I like to watch stuff while I work. So if it's something that I can just have on, that's kind of It's mostly dialogue, so you'll be good. Yeah. Um, watch the video part when in like yeah, episode yeah. one when they say, "Here's the video in full," and you're like, "Fuck!" <laughs> and the video is four minutes long. All right. Okay. I yeah. think two minutes of it. She's not even in the video. <laughs> it's it's like, 
Mm. Bro, she communicating with some motherfuckers like <laughs> not not there for sure. But anyway, turns out actually I'm not gonna spoil for yeah, you. Yeah, don't spoil it. Oh, yeah, I'm not gonna don't. spoil oh, it for God. you. Shit, Pat loves to spoil. Pat, oh, bro, he is the I spoiler. Of- spoil I'm shit. The I'm the opposite. I don't even watch trailers. Oh, yeah, bro. I hate, I hate me, watching trailers. Let me, let me, let me, let me ruin WandaVision for you real quick. No. No. <laughs> it's funny you say that. I just watched all the episodes today. <laughs> Did you? I binged it. See, I'm telling you, I don't know what it is, Drew. I think I got some weird, like... Uh-huh. thing where fucking i we didn't know that we were going to talk to you about one i didn't know i was going to talk to you about wandavision but that shit you've seen it all today but yeah one <laughs> i'm gonna make this claim right now and this is the last thing before we close out i think wandavision might be the best thing in the whole mcu oh wow. he's thinking about yeah. me, i'm not okay i will say it's that debatable everything, everything that they keep doing I'm impressed by what I saw. What okay, so I don't watch trailers, but I can't stop it when commercials initially come on there you or go. whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I, I of course saw a couple scenes from Wandavision from the trailers before I skipped them or whatever. But so like initially, I'll just be honest. Initially, I thought like, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't give a shit about this show. No, literally, I was like, and I didn't even get. The fact that it was Wanda and Vision's name to I was like Wanda Vision. Clever as fuck, bro. <laughs> I Clever. was like, for some reason that just boom right over my head. It was just like, <laughs> and then like I forget when it clicked, but I was like Wanda Vision, and I was like, oh motherfucker. I was like, these right? fucking dicks. But like, but it, like, it's it got said, a second meaning, and it, you're it's like, got like six. What? It's crazy. Oh, I got ear muscles like, on my ear muscles. Yeah, it was it was wild, man. It was wild. I mean, like again, I won't go into any detail about the show, but I will. I I mean, like, I think with how they're taking the directions and John Favreau sort of, you know, being a part of a lot of the creative direction and how they're going to like lead into different things. Yeah, there's there's a cohesiveness now that you know, like, they're just bringing to all aspects of marvel and now that john favreau is transferring to star wars obviously that's already started with the mandalorian and how in-depth and everything that that was you know what i mean like every director had say on every episode even though they weren't directing all that so like the community the team all that i think that's how the marvel mcu is and like i just think that these next shows like i mean like now that i've seen wandavision and it surpassed everything i ever thought that it was going to be uh i am now waiting for that winter soldier thing that i was like not stoked on march you know winter soldier and the falcon i was like yeah i'm like whatever but like even though you know it's funny that they don't like each other but they're you know like that whole banter thing playing off odd couple type shit you know right exactly yeah but But it's like uh, now i'm just wondering like well they're you much like the movies they're using all this stuff to intertwine it and mm -hmm. introduce characters bring in old characters blah 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 so it's like i just think it's cool to see where they're where they're going and like honestly i mean even to loop it back in with project with like how they do things like that with so much of a like knowledge of things and they know that people have watched other stuff so they're implementing things there i think that that can be done across like all platforms for things like people that create cohesiveness in their brands Mm -hmm. and in their imagery and in their 
anything that they put out that that speaks to people through time and like you know that's what some of the most prominent streetwear brands that have been around for over a decade are still prominent because their community is strong behind them much mm-hmm. like the marvel community you know what i mean the marvel community is built in with people that already love it and then you got all the people that don't even know about it that just like the movies yeah so it's like you have that community aspect and i think like for anything i mean especially going back into beer you know what i mean there are some breweries that literally create community around them and like that's what Mm -hmm. drive their fan base is like we are all friends you know like and in a sense like you know i don't always love all the people that are there and 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 this whole scene but like the monkish in la or in torrance that scene was like one of the most tight-knit you know that like was around because like people were there consistently for releases everyone was friends you know like anytime i met people there it was always good so, so like that community aspects really like brought people back like oh man i if i go there like i'll probably run into all the homies yeah and, like, that can seriously drive a lot of places you know like tap rooms being accommodating and like being somewhere you like to hang out can drive Mm -hmm. a community doing things Mm -hmm. within that community drives that and so like i think you know keeping that together is what Mm -hmm. you know keeps people coming back and like now going Mm -hmm. back that can transfer back into the the movie (laughs) you know what i mean like i like Uh, like i said i was i was not stoked on the wandavision stuff because of what i saw but i was like i'm gonna watch it you know like there was never a doubt in my mind that i was gonna watch the show i was like ah I don't know if I'm going to be into this. <laughs> and then it turns out like it's sick. <laughs> yeah. All right. So speaking of where people can gather and watch some shit, tell us where we can find your shit and indies. Uh, and then we're going to close out this bitch right now. What do you, as far as like online and so stuff? So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, like where can we find like your art? And uh, so if people want to see your art and plus like, you know, where can people see indies stuff and, if there's anything coming up, like what, what's, what's going down with all that. And then, uh, so for, for me, I mean, you can find anything. It just at design on draft. There's no like abbreviation. There's no anything. It's just that, uh, on pretty much anything. Um, I have that on my Behance and everything else, but mostly, I, I mean, I just post to my feed and, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to be taking a trip uh, over to DC soon. So trying to like branch out and like meet some more people. So hopefully I can start connecting more. Um, nice. I have a couple projects that I'm working on right now. I'm doing some branding for a brewery in LA that hasn't opened yet. So uh, that's going to be one coming out uh, at some point. Um, and yeah, I'm also doing, you know, some stuff for uh, a, a mixed cocktail, like a canned cocktail line. I'm doing branding cool. and labels for them also. So those, those will both be on my feed. Mm-hmm. As far as indie, uh, you know, we are back open, limited capacity with our outdoor dining, uh, you know, Friday to Sunday, usually like five to nine, one to six, something like that. Uh, we have mm-hmm. all of our hours posted online always. Mm-hmm. And for them, I mean, like we're actually getting into a lot more stores because now we have two um, people that are handling distribution. Guardian handles our distribution inside of LA and um, uh, California Beverage, they handle our distribution like up north. So we're getting a lot more stuff uh, up north, which is actually fun to see for me 
because yeah, like, yeah, they'll yeah. post Bay like kid. yeah 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 exactly they'll post like an alameda store or a, or a san jose store that mm-hmm. like has my cans and i'm like oh that's cool like you know my friends yeah. in san jose can find stuff so you know i mean like I'm trying to get us to update the website so that we have a location finder so you can see where our beer is and, uh, yeah. and all that stuff. But, you know, just check back on the page. Indie brew co, uh, is the Instagram. And yeah. Yeah. As far as like us, we're, we're back in brewing schedule. So we got a couple things coming up. Um, I just did a label for uh, cherry lime sour. That's probably Ooh, the Sonic collabo. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It's, uh, it's I love the label. We actually made it because um, I think it was like three months ago. Now I made the label because we were going to brew the beer. And then with uh, the second shutdown mm-hmm. kind of slowed down the, the process and spaced out where we were going to brew things. And so mm-hmm. that recipe just kind of fell by the wayside. And they, yeah. just, they just they just emailed me the other day and they were like, hey, this is in the tank. So we're pushing through. I was like, <laughs> so, that'll, so that'll be coming it's one of, it's uh, a label that i'm kind of excited about i like it. yeah it's one that isn't a reference to anything it's kind of uh you know similar to the, the voila where it's very simple has a lot to do with the the pattern and the colors and there you uh, go. yeah yeah the direction i'm trying to take there the the sour cans that we do mm. uh, i think like instead of having because with indie uh, you know, when I came into working with the brand, I, I came into an existing brand, not, yeah. shaking, not, not an up and coming one. Right. Yeah. So they already had certain things established, but they also wanted to push the boundaries. And so I think with the different series, uh, I'm trying to, you know, sort of establish a look for each one instead mm-hmm. of having the, the, like we were talking about earlier, the standards, instead mm-hmm. of having that look be the look for every single can even yeah. the seasoned ones i want like you know each aspect of so the sours and the stouts and the other it's like they can all sort of have their own look but there's still things that bring them together cohesively mm. so that's right oh. that's where i'm trying to take the brand in the next you know six months or so well you know we love that you know what i'm saying but with that uh we got to thank you ryan cassidy and indie brew co uh supporting the show sponsoring this episode um it's been your boys pat ours drew pasley and ryan cassidy on this joint thank you we guys out, for having me i really appreciate it it's been yeah, a lot man, of fun. Have... yeah and all right sick i'm gonna put in the good word i'll talk to my friend aaron and i i'll like connect you guys on email or something so we'll Fine. get that you know what? see that episode to see what he saw what to see what he says <laughs> well you know spread it all the way out you know what i'm saying uh, like we were saying it's a small community it's a big it's just like the film community bro it's just like a big ass community that everyone thinks is huge, but it's actually right. really small. So yeah. go ahead my, and spread, spread them words, bro. <laughs> my, my last thing I'll say for you guys, the one, one of the breweries that's on my radar now because of their art and what I hear about them is non sequitur beer. Oh, I already um, hit them up. Nice. Okay, good. Yeah, I've heard yeah, good yeah. things about them and I've heard nice things about them too, but they, they haven't, oh. they're not down. <laughs> Oh, uh, damn. Yeah, I, think, I mean like i haven't yet i've yet to try their stuff i just like i follow their their designer and i follow mm-hmm. each other so yeah i started seeing a lot more of their stuff and now i want to try their beers but like Me too and i heard i've heard them on a couple <laughs> of podcasts i thought but well, maybe not. <laughs> well that, <laughs> might, that might have been that might have been that might have been when they was in an okay state like right. i might have yeah. hit him up in a downslide you know what i'm saying but yeah maybe maybe it's okay we'll though. It's, it's okay we'll 
no. We'll you just got to dangle that line out there, bro. You know? Right. <laughs> just, if I showed you this red sheet of motherfuckers we hit up on this thing. <laughs> I can only imagine. Oh, don't even imagine. Well, uh, no, <laughs> well, good shit, you guys. And, uh, yeah, we'll have to set up another one sometime in the future. For sure. Hell, yeah. Good, Thank, man, yeah, you and your boy. <laughs> yeah, we'll get a joint one for sure. Oh, fuck. That would be insane. Be dope. Oh, man. It would be. I don't know if you guys can handle that. I don't know if you can handle it if I get too paid. So. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, thanks for. Oh, and thank your boy for joining us. You know, thank double you, guest. You know, little Pee Wee. No you know what I'm saying? No problem. She loves it. She does. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, she's having a good time. Tongue out, <laughs> everything. Ear back. All right, you guys. Back. Later. Later. You guys have a thank good you. Night, right? All right. Yeah, you, you too. too. Appreciate Thanks. it. Bye.